0: listeners this episode concludes season one of the permission room we're taking a break to host our very first permission community the permission community will be a mix of asynchronous and live conversations with prompts and support to help you get started on your own unique permission journey find us on instagram if you want to learn more or join us we hope to see you there we'll be back with more conversations in 2024 Without further ado, please enjoy our last episode of 2023, starting off with a voice memo from Ariane to Gabriella that inspired this episode about hard things. And though these are actually really, really hard things, I just want to say that I feel so in my power, having such clarity on my value system, what I want, my intuition, And this year, 2023 was the year of clarity for me and going through doing hard things gives us clarity. If we allow it to, if we look for the lessons, if we listen to the lessons, doing hard things gives us clarity. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for the clarity that has come from these hard things and it makes me really excited for next year and for the whole rest of my life. Hi, welcome to the Permission Room. I'm Ariane of the House of Permission, and this is Gabriela, my co-host who runs Mycelium Aventuras community. Today, we are going to talk about permission. Hi, Gabriela. Hello, (laughs)
1: Ariadne.
0: How are you today?
1: (laughs) Man, I am, I'm good. I'm busy. I feel like today is the beginning of a little bit of normalcy. Well, no, I feel like today is the end of a two-week period where I haven't really been following my practices and with permission to... Not do them because I had other priorities the past two weeks. So there's no guilt, and I don't feel bad about that. But now I'm kind of like, all right, I think I'm ready to return to. Uh, I'm ready to like center myself a little bit more.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. I was also about to ask you what is normalcy. So I'm glad you defined that for <laughs> <laughs> Normalcy being doing the routines and practices that you're used to. I love that. And you're so cute and bundled
1: up today. Y'all is cold as balls and rainy. And this is when I'm like, why do I live in Bilbao? (laughs) (laughs) It's (laughs) okay. It's only, it's been two days like this. So really like it's, it's fine. I will get over it very quickly, but it's, you know, it's been a very long extended summer. It feels like, and today I turned the heat on and that's a, like accepting hibernating season is upon us it is it's cold here
0: too I tried to go skating this morning normally I warm up when I'm skating and today I had to wear my big like blanket coat pretty much the whole time and I was like I can't get into this it's too cold (laughs) so I don't know if being anywhere else would change that
1: so besides skating what have you been up to today
0: I've been working on some writing and I also made a really delicious breakfast. I've been making, my my thing in the morning is a dirty chai latte, which I used to think was only something I could get at a coffee shop. And then I was like, no girl, permission to make your own dirty chai lattes at home. So when it's cold outside, I really love to eat a big breakfast. I made some oatmeal with bananas and honey, a dirty chai latte. And because I went skating, I was a little extra hungry and made a egg and cheese on English muffin breakfast sandwich.
1: Mmm, yum. English muffins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I don't know the last time I had an English muffin. Ooh, all right, that's what I'm getting. First thing when I get home. <laughs> I love it.
0: Well, today we're going to be talking about hard things, doing hard things we can do hard things what mm-hmm. happens when we do hard things all <laughs> of the above do you want to do you want to kick us off and tell us about some hard things that you've done
1: lately yeah so i yeah i was thinking about this and i do i do a lot of hard things <laughs> <laughs> i mean honestly in a lot of ways I live, I live in a foreign country and I, in a country where I don't speak my mother tongue. And basically every time I leave my apartment I'm stepping out of my comfort zone to some degree. And it gets me thinking a lot about what, what we classify as being hard things. Whereas, you know, I'm so used to in so many ways being outside of my comfort zone, even living in the U S you know, I'm mixed race and nobody looks like me. And so I'm always, I'm always sort of outside of things in a way, which I (laughs) feel like has prepared me for the life that I live now. I'm used to standing out. I'm used to just kind of like being different. So for me, that's not so hard to have that slight sense of discomfort in, in many situations, but like, that's, that's almost just like normal. That is a normal feeling for me. And so those things don't really feel that hard, but it, it it has been the sort of recognition of, oh yeah, you've been living in a foreign country for almost 12 years. And also look at all of the amazing things that you have accomplished in those 12 years of creating your own community and friendship group that is fully 100% yours. My community is mine and that's been built up around Me So reflecting on this has been like, look at all these really awesome, amazing things that I have accomplished and also has made me think about how I personally define hard things where I don't necessarily think of those, the things that I have accomplished here that are really big accomplishments. They don't seem hard because a lot of it is like, this is just what I'm supposed to be doing. And when you feel that sort of support and that there's a lot of intuition behind it, the hard things are just like, well, this is just something that I have to do. And you do it.
0: Yeah. That's a great point. And it's interesting thinking about, you know, the way you grew up sort of always feeling a little bit outside the box. It's like you had no choice, but then it brings up that question of, yeah, like who defines what a hard thing is? Are you defining the hard thing or is it that other people around you are saying, wow, look at all these hard things you're doing and you're like, well, this is just how I live my life. You know, is it hard to you or would it be hard to them? Or
1: how do you, how do you kind of sort through that? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of that. I like to try new things, which I feel like I I really want to know your take and your thoughts on that. But a lot of this is, I get so much joy from, from trying new things. And the thing is that there's always a little bit of fear there. I mean, I'm thinking of all of the flamenco that I'm doing. I used to be too afraid to even think about the idea of doing flamenco. And then I was just like, okay, yeah, I'm a, I'm nervous. This is kind of scary, but I'm just going to do it because I really, really, really want to do it. And okay, maybe I'm going to look like an idiot, but I'm probably not. <laughs> and-, and, and you
0: don't. I can just like <laughs> verify for all of our listeners that Gabriella is amazing at flamenco.
1: Incredible. Can't take my eyes off of her. Thank you so much. But everybody has to start somewhere. Even the the people that are absolutely amazing at the things that they do, they had to start from zero. I mean, okay, fine. There are the examples of the people that just can like sit down and. People who just come
0: out of the womb, like skating down the mountain. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. There are going to be those people. And, you know, thank goodness for those people too, not knocking them. But most of us are not that way. And most of us had to start somewhere. So you just got to start.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with you. I feel like the hardest things that I do in my life are also trying new things. Being a beginner, starting from nothing. Creating things from nothing is, is really hard, but also really satisfying and just change in general. I think just the nature of change is that you're getting outside of your comfort zone because that's kind of what change is, is moving from familiar and comfort into something that's different. And I mean, I spend a lot of time reading about neuroscience and the brain and literally in our brains, the brain hemispheres kind of pass back and forth information based on whether it's new or whether it's something that you are comfortable with or have experience in. So there's literally things happening in your brain that is part of why it actually is hard to do new things. I also agree with you that the most satisfying, meaningful experiences that I've had in my life are a result of doing hard things. So what do you do to kind of face the fears? If you're like, okay, I wanna go do flamenco, this is scary for me, how do you break through that? How do you move past it?
1: So there are there are a lot of things that I I do. I also think of I've had some very challenging conversations with people this year. The flamenco stuff, yeah, that uh, I'm a little bit afraid of that, but I'm just gonna do it no matter what. But then for me, having semi-confrontational conversations, that gives me terrible anxiety and verge of panic attacks. I remember the not so long ago the idea of having a tough conversation with somebody just just thinking about writing down hey maybe we should talk, I started crying on the metro. So <laughs> to give you all an idea, this is this is stuff that for me is paralyzing and the things that I do, I remind myself that I often think that it's going to go so much worse than it actually is. It's the anticipation that is the scariest part. And generally the outcomes of the actual conversation are not nearly as bad as I think that they're going to be. So a lot of this is what if it all works out? Yeah. Instead of just focusing on all, like, instead of a doomsday situation, what if it all works out? Yeah. And and there's also the reminder of that failure does not exist, which is something that I have gotten from you. Like it's no matter what, it, it, failure does not exist. Failure does not exist in whatever it is that that I'm trying to do. And then yeah. again, an expansive mindset. That's what helps me through it.
0: I hear you. I hear you on that, especially difficult conversations with people. I I also find it really hard to... Have conversations in which maybe you know that both parties disagree and it's one of those agree to disagree situations, but we have to stop pretending that, you know, the reality of us disagreeing doesn't exist in order for us to move forward. And you know that there might not be a really happy conclusion or the conclusion is we have to go our separate ways or the conclusion is we have to make compromises that eat into Maybe our own priorities, but knowing, okay, I have to really decide what's the trade off that I want here. What am I willing to do in order to get there? That can be really hard. So, yeah, I agree with you. Kind of thinking about the, well, I wonder what the, could happen. What if this all goes really well and we actually both get what we want out of this situation? Or, you know, especially in confrontation with a friend, for example what if bringing this up actually brings us closer together rather than splits us apart, which is maybe why it feels so hard and where some of that fear comes from. Absolutely. Yeah. And not getting so attached to any individual outcome as a result of doing the hard things, but allowing it to sort of flow openly and knowing that if you do the hard thing in integrity with your own beliefs, with your own values, which it's great to get clear on before you start going out there and doing hard things sometimes, just kind of knowing why am I doing this hard thing? (laughs) Is it, is it because of what I'm feeling in my heart and something I've thought about, maybe meditated on have come to a, a place of, I know this is truth for me. So I'm going to do this hard thing associated with it. And then kind of just let whatever
1: result comes out of that, identifying your values and doing things with integrity because I do think of of hard things that I have done that were not actually in alignment with who I am and so the results were not ideal (laughs) (laughs) yeah like they kind of completely blew up in my face but and I I know though the thing is that I Even though I went forward in this situation, it was a, another, the time when I was involved in many love triangles and thinking like, oh, I don't care that this is a love triangle. Everything is going to work out. I'm just going to put myself in this situation and I don't really care because I'm going in with respect and this is just going to work out wonderfully, even though at the time or before I agreed to go into the situation in my body, I was like, no, I don't actually want to do this, but something pushed me to say yes. And of course the situation totally blew up in my face and it was awful and terrible. And I had really bad anxiety from it, but it's one of those things that, you know, I had, I made a choice to do something that was challenging, that was hard, knowing, actually knowing that it was not In alignment with what I want because I want to be a priority. And this was a situation where I was not a priority and it didn't work out.
0: Yeah. Then what I think the result of that was, was sort of the, the next hard thing, which I think is really maybe the hardest thing to do in life. I've, I've listened to so many other people's conversations and talked to so many people about it. And I think taking responsibility for our own lives, our own actions for taking the steps that put us in the direction of the lives we want is actually the hardest thing to do. It's the thing that so many of us avoid constantly. Anytime we try and numb out or cope or ignore or distract or escape or whatever it is, we're we're almost just trying to avoid this hard thing of taking responsibility for our life. And I think that situation you're talking about was one of those catalyst moments where you decided, actually, I'm going to do this hard thing. I'm gonna take responsibility for what I really want, what I know that I deserve, and what I know will ultimately fill my cup in a way that I can not have to have some hard conversations later. Like, let me do this bigger hard thing that makes the rest of the things easier.
1: <laughs> very true, very true. And you know, it the thing with responsibility is. I feel like that's where that's where in relationships and all types of relationships I feel the most pain because I I have done a lot of work to really see where my responsibility lies in the situation and how things have turned out and I'm not afraid of recognizing how I might have contributed to a challenging situation and it hurts me though when the other person doesn't do the same work for them and and so that's why I feel like I've been painted as a villain so many times in the past year because it's like, like we we're both here together we both contributed this we have both arrived to this place it's not just me it's both of us and I, it hurts when the other person is unwilling to understand, in a way, my side of the story and, and really how we got here. And that's that's what contributes to these really challenging conversations, because a lot of times I feel like I'm going into them with this, like, okay, here we go. I'm just going to be a backboard for somebody else to say a whole bunch of things to me about how they feel, where I I get it, I understand, I'm open to that. I wouldn't be here if if I wasn't but then it doesn't feel like it's reciprocated. There's no intent to try to understand my side.
0: Totally. And that's a hard thing too, to just accept it and sit with that and say, okay, I accept that I'm the villain in your story. That's a really, really hard thing to do. I don't like to be the villain in people's stories because I don't feel like I'm a villain, but I know that there are times when, yeah, the trade-off of deciding between What actions really align with my values and integrity and what I know to be the truth? And does it help the situation for me to just enable this other person and tell them exactly what they want to hear? And it can be really hard to sit with other people's beliefs about you and not be able to correct that narrative. But it can be really powerful too, because then you get to own your own narrative for yourself and move forward which I think yeah. is great. I think that's yeah. the goal of hard things.
1: Yeah. And again, it, it comes back to a similar theme that we have been discussing for the past couple of months is that we can't control other people and how they think about us or yeah. how they think about anything really. Yeah.
0: No, we can't. We can't for sure. We can just live our own lives and see how that has ripple effects with the world around us. Well, cool. Well, do you have any- Hard things on your list what hard things are you thinking about
1: I so I feel like I am in the midst of a whole bunch of hard things that are in alignment with my values I'm starting a new job I'm teaching more which while doesn't really feel like it's that hard or challenging I'm I've been working very little for the past year and now I'm ramping things up again. So I'm in the middle of navigating that whole hard situation and it's let's keep swimming. Let's keep swimming. There are a lot of adjustments to make. It's going to make me really focus on what daily practices am I going to really prioritize as I try to add them into this slightly more chaotic, busy stage in my life. So it's going to really make me prioritize and think about, I have a slightly more limited amount of time. What do I want to do? What's going to be the best for me to stay even and present as I navigate this and try to figure out really, what do I want to prioritize now that I have a lot more things on my plate? Yeah, for sure.
0: I think that we should have said start this episode with a drinking game of every time we say the word hard things, take a sip of <laughs> take a sip of your lukewarm lemon water before you start your day. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. yeah. What's funny? What you said, I felt that trigger in my body when you're talking about these priorities of what to do with your time because I feel like that's how I I start my day with all these ideas. I'm just a nonstop idea person. And sometimes the hardest thing for me is to do that is to prioritize executing on the stuff that I have in my head, taking care of my physical self, my mind, my body, and taking care of the other people in my life. And balancing those trade-offs is the hardest thing for me. And I, I think because of that, One of the real hardest things that I have done lately was take this total nervous system break, this total nervous system reset, where I shut down everything in my life. I was like, I'm not going to work. I'm not going to do chores. I'm not going to adhere to other people's expectations of me. I'm not going to do any demands that anybody else puts on me. I'm literally going to do nothing. (laughs) I'm going to leave my phone on do not disturb I'm going to go outside and play and skate. If I want to, I'm going to lay in the fetal position in a dark room and cry. If I want to, I'm going to eat when I want to eat and only what I want to eat. I'm going to just really follow the moods of my body, the time schedules of my body take a bath in the middle of the day which <laughs> when i say these things out loud it's like well that actually sounds really nice that sounds delightful why is that a hard thing but i call it a nervous system break because my whole life i spent so much time just going 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 i'd wake up in the morning my brain immediately turns on i think about all the things that i have to do all the things on my list and every single day there are more things that i want to get done or that i want to do for other people than i am capable of than i have energy for and i really trend towards burnout because i get on that cycle where i'm just going 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 it's so funny because there was a time in my life where i would never have forgotten to eat a meal but if i'm just really going with my own rhythms there are times when i just do not process hunger signals until somebody is like, Hey, do you want to eat? Or I smell food. And then I'm ravenous. And I should have eaten two hours ago because now I have no energy. (laughs) And and now I can't focus on all the things that I want to do. So, you know, it's funny for me because I'm in my mid thirties and I'm like, the hardest thing that I have done lately is actually learn how to be in tune with my body, actually learn how to take care of myself in a way that I can balance out the different things that I want to do, and also just give myself permission and a break when I need it and teach my body to relax. It's taken me four years. I started trying to learn how to relax in 2019, and it has taken me until the near end of 2023 to actually learn how to allow my body to relax. It's wild. Why is that so hard? Why is that the hardest thing?
1: (laughs) Oh, I could, we could do a whole nother episode on why that is so (laughs) hard. (laughs) Girl, I hear you. It is, we're taught that we're not supposed to relax and that we're always supposed to be productive, which for me is so different from being creative. Yeah. And we're taught that it's cool to be super busy all the time and to not have time to breathe. And when that's what all of your friends are doing, then of course, that's that's what you're going to do. If that's what you see being glorified and rewarded by society, then it's going to be super challenging. I've had a nine-month cycle of a, doing something similar where it was, I have a lot more time on my hands right now. And I can see the fruits of that and how I really did use that time to figure out what I want to be doing when I'm ready and have the energy to get moving again. But a lot of that time, and like I I have said this to you many times over the summer, especially like, I feel kind of guilty about living this way, but I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. I know it. I know it. But I still feel uh, that little pang of semi-low grade anxiety there being like, get up. Why are you taking a nap? It's it's still there, but it gets more quiet the more work we do on this. I hear you. And
0: for everybody listening, permission to take a nap. I think that the seasons, when it gets cold, when it gets dark early, I think this is the universe saying permission to rest, permission to take a break. And Gabriella and I, we both love this book, Why We Sleep, by Matthew Walker. And I just think it's such a good reminder for those moments when you want a nap and you're not giving yourself permission is just remember why it's so important to rest. It'll actually it'll help keep you from getting sick. It will just help you feel good. I have that same conditioning, and that's why I came across a lot of this stuff was because I found it so hard to take that rest. And one of the other things you said about Breaking out of the mold, that has been really hard for me too, is not filling my time with quote unquote fun activities that other people have said, hey, this is fun. You know, drinking, for example, there are moments when I like to drink, but for the most part, it's not something that really suits me, even though I did it for a very long time. And breaking out of that, breaking out of the habit of drinking, breaking out of that being the center of my social world was really, really hard. That actually might be one of the hardest things that I've done, (laughs) but it's related. All of it's related. And then getting to a place where I can drink socially and not need it. I think that's the biggest thing is I can go out socially now and choose, do I want this drink or not? But breaking that habit was incredibly difficult.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, it's, it's so challenging. I took a four month break from drinking during the pandemic and I have to say that there was a lot of things that were on my side during that time because we couldn't really go out. My The socializing was very limited, but it was it's very challenging. So kudos. See, we can do hard things. We can, we can do hard do things. Hard things. Yeah, we definitely can. <laughs> and what about future hard things? Yeah. What are you, what what you, you going to do?
0: Ooh, for me, future hard things, you know, I feel like I have, a hard, but very exciting road ahead of me. As you know, House of Permission is my dream business and coaching practice that I have been dreaming of creating since 2019. It's been a long time and it took years of this permission practice to actually give myself permission to create it and to create things that Are different from what everybody else in my life is doing. It means that I've had to end a lot of things in my life too. It means that a lot of the structure, the work, certain relationships, where I was living, all of those things, I had to grieve and let collapse in order to create space in my life to build this this business that for me is really what I feel like is my heart purpose to help other people who've struggled with the same things I have struggled with. So right now I'm working on creating a business that is sustainable and that can help people. I'm also working on really tapping into my creative and doing a lot of creative writing, which, wow, creative writing for me is both really joyful and it fills my spirit and Sometimes it even feels like, did I just write that? Or was I just a vessel? Like, how did that happen? But it's also incredibly draining and takes so much focus and energy. I'll go into a wormhole for two hours and I'll come out of it and I'll just be totally exhausted. And then it becomes hard to get back into it because I remember that exhaustion. And then the next time I sit down to write, I'm like, whoa, am I prepared? (laughs) am I prepared to do this hard thing? It's like running a marathon, you know, (laughs) but it's writing. It's such a strange thing. But I, I think sometimes depending on maybe where you started or where you're coming from, you know, for me, my hard things are actually really pleasurable. It's this journey of letting go, this journey of surrendering, this journey of allowing myself to be creative, allowing myself to rest, allowing opportunities to come to me. And that is really hard for me, but I also know other people who grew up with less structure and for them, it's sort of the opposite. They're like, I've been floating around freely my whole life. What's hard for me is giving myself deadlines is giving myself structure is motivating myself to get up and do those things. So I do need to set the alarm at 6am. That's my hard thing is waking up and just making myself get out of bed, That that's the only way that I can achieve my goals. And so I think you know, one of the other hard things is just being able to accept that my path is unique to me. It's different from everybody else's. It's different from yours. It's different from anybody who is trying to give me advice. So the other hard thing is just, I have to listen to myself as I go along this journey and offer space and offer support to other people, but also not give them specific advice of here's what you should do. It's more of here are some ideas. And that is a fine line to walk and to balance, but it's fun.
1: It's hard, but it's fun. So. Mm -hmm. Wow. Thank you for sharing. You're putting it out there. It's, it's real. It's happening. This is an exciting time. Yeah. Not only can we do hard things, but we are doing hard things. (laughs) We're doing them. We are, we are. I'm so proud of us (laughs) too. Oh my God.
0: Uh, Well, thank you for talking about hard things with me today. It does make all of my hard things a little bit easier to know that I have you on my team on this journey with me. Are there any last things that you want to share with our listeners today about hard things, doing them?
1: I just want to say thank you to everybody that's been listening and all of the amazing feedback that we've gotten, it's just, it's really been incredible. And I, I don't even, like I don't even know, I don't have the words to be able to explain what it feels like when someone comes up to me in the street and, and is like, oh, hey, so you said that thing in last week's episode. And I'm like, I, <laughs> what our listeners might not know is that this
0: podcast was a hard thing for us. When we decided to start having these conversations in a recorded fashion, we were scared. We were mm-hmm. nervous, Absolutely. Absolutely. but we did it. Here we so, are. Yeah. Thank you, thank you to everybody listening. I appreciate it too, and your feedback every time you say anything about how our podcast has impacted you, it makes it makes my day, it makes my week, yeah, it makes my life. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, I love you so much. Thank you for being you. today. Stay warm.
1: You too. You too. I love you so much. Love you. Bye.